All right, man. We here. It's indeed. We are here. Wild hair and everything. We just, you know what? <laughs> we in the house like punishment. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> What's up, Kev? Chilling. Trying How to was stay. Weekend, man. Good. Trying to stay delta free. Trying to say delta free and heat free. What was it? it? Was one oh three out here? What was it out there? Good lord! It was I think like ninety seven, but we kept it inside. Really? Oh uh, yeah, because we were going you know, out all for the last like three weeks. I've been out in the sun way too much. Just like, dude. Um, I you know I say one oh three, but then I got to remember that it was the car. You know how your car? If your car has like a a temperature gauge in it, Ooh, it was it's big, like big glitchy yeah, energy right there. It's always some dubs on it. Like, it's 195. You'd be like, Honda, come on. I wonder man. if this is my machine, but you, you just glitched up right there, like heavily. Did I really? Yeah. Mm. I think I should try and reboot or... Was I glitchy on no, your end? Or you couldn't? Yeah. No. I don't know if it just, really plays out in the video. Oh, you think it's just normal? Yeah. I think it just rolls out normal. Okay. Plus, I'm using the same audio, so it's whatever. All right. All right. Um, all right. Uh, open a question, man. You've been, we're going to talk about it a little bit, but have you been watching the Olympics? Is there any particular favorite thing that you've seen or, or what's going down? I, I mean, you know, I, I've definitely been watching more than probably in years past just because we're all here. I think that's probably more than anything. And then now the kid, can, you know, she kind of gets it. So she, she gets into it a little bit. So okay. whatever's on it now, we've been watching. But, um, you know, Watched a little bit of a lot of the swimming, so that was dope. Yeah, yeah, um, that was like the only thing on <laughs> for a yeah. minute. I didn't watch. I, just like in conventional life, I I didn't catch uh, any of the Team USA L's on the uh, men's basketball. Neither did I. I'd, I wait. How many games have they lost? I I don't know. Just, I, I want to say it's two, well, but I'm not sure. Right, but one of them was exhibition. So I think so, yeah. Like then they lost to France, and so they're they're one loss down right now. Because, yeah. uh, well, you know, Randy was asking me like, "Hey, um, can they still gold?" And I'm like, "Yeah, as long as they keep it moving with one loss." I don't know if there are any undefeated other undefeated teams though. Yeah, I don't know how I don't they, know if how they worked undefeated. that out because it's weird. Like you know, every every event has a different criteria for making it you know to like that gold medal the metal stage i guess so it's confusing because nobody explains anything all the scoring's yeah. different everything's metric it's real real it's a real un-american kind of thing you know well i think olympic ba- <laughs> olympic basketball is by bracket though okay so so like a random uh, draw initially or they can't yeah so let me see i'm looking at it right now semifinal bracket so yeah right now the u.s is in the semi is in the quarterfinal bracket but i don't know yeah and then the bronze medal game still to be determined so they got to beat the u.s got to beat spain and then they got to beat either argentina or australia and then yeah it's still it's still real early france still got to play italy so okay we real early so they still they still got two more games left uh, three more games left because they they play today at nine. So they still got a shot at, so. at at gold, even. Yep. Okay. Yep. If they win these next three games, they 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 win the gold. Yeah, because it's so heartbreaking men. when you have these events like I feel like track and field and and um, anything with the heats, the qualifying heats, where something yeah. messed up hap- messed mess, messed up happens and and just like years of training and they're done. And it's <laughs> they're over. Not even going to go it's to the over, finals. Yeah. Like today, yeah. there was a, there was a kid who. His foot just got caught up with the dude in back of him. He just he had to take that L. He's done. Done in the prelims. So that's cold blooded. The what ifs. The what ifs. Well, um, I did watch the Jamaican women pretty much dominate <laughs> the hundred hundred meter or whatever. What do what do they do? So, Gold, silver, and bronze? Yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't see it, but I saw the headlines. That was amazing. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. So, so yeah, I still man, contend that I still contend that water polo is the toughest sport. I, I will. I you know we will brief the people on that right now, but check with them on the other side because we got a lot okay. to talk about. And I do want to okay. question you on your water polo thing because okay, um, right. I'm going to disagree there. But anyhow, um, 
I, you know, I know your argument, and I'm probably going to lose, but I, I'm going to make a disagreement <laughs> here. So, uh, <laughs> yo, we will catch y'all on the other side. Kevin, you ready, man? Yeah, ready. All right, let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You are live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy Track Life and your fans, Caps Dakota. Your number one contender. <laughs> I tried to really change it in light of uh <laughs> in light of um the first the person who got a chill or whatever. Um I almost changed your name to Skev. Dakota. <laughs> a little uh, Norwegian there. <laughs> yeah. Try to try to switch it up for you real quick. Uh, yo, thank y'all for tuning in, man. As as always say, man, we appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you like to catch us on television, you can go to BTSN. That is behind the scenes network. What you do is you download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on that app or channel, and we are right there. Rap Six Radio, along with plenty of other dope content on BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network, we want in. And you can also catch us on YouTube, but just remember that I will delete or alter your comments because I am a comment tyrant, and I'm not having it, pretty much. <laughs> Bottom line. So just be ready for that. All right. Uh, Kev, before we get into who who got to chill, I'm, I'm, yeah. let's let's have this uh, Rap Six Radio challenge. Really special quickly. Olympic you, episode. Special Olympic episode. You made a statement that the most difficult sport. Didn't now, say were difficult. you saying in the Olympics? Okay, what did you say? I said toughest. Sport. Dangerous. Toughest. Okay, same difference. The toughest sport. Now you're saying in the Olympics or in the in the world? In the world. Period. Period. Okay, toughest sport in the world is water polo. Yes. I disagree. However, your um, reasoning is very intriguing. Share it with the people. Well, first of all, I said water polo is the toughest sport ever invented. Changed my mind. And okay. it, was, it wasn't initially meant as a thought experiment, but what proceeded to happen is perfect encapsulation <laughs> of how Facebook conversations go. Because rather than saying, no, you're wrong. Now, granted, I didn't present any evidence on my side or any justification for <laughs> my statement. Not initially, no. But you know, it's my it's like I said last episode, it is my house. You come in, you take your <laughs> shoes off, show some manners, show you raised correctly, and you have you have a little class. And if I say change my mind, don't just say fake handball or whatever the silly sport that you <laughs> think is the roughest. Handball. Tell me why. Tell me why. And nobody did that. Everyone's just like you know, just naming stupid sports. <laughs> just do sports. I'm going to do something and agree with somebody I don't normally agree with on your page. Uh, I would say gymnastics. I, I know that your argument is that that basically in water polo, drowning is pretty much the <laughs> seems to be the most. <laughs> when they're like shoving your face underwater to get Man. the ball. I, <laughs> if, yeah. If you really watch, like I was, I caught the um, a women's match, and I'm just like, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, look, look, there is murder, attempted murder going on at <laughs> every at every possible location in the pool. You, my friend, are not wrong. You're not wrong. However, gymnastics, bro, have you seen them miss that horse on that Ooh. run or have it? It is like, yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely. I mean, you know, in every every sport except for fake handball, he's operating a very sky hill. Have you seen? Did you see that? Have you seen that handball thing? I never even knew that was a thing. I didn't think it was either. But yeah, you you saw it though, right? Yes, I did. That literally looks like what you do when you're with kids you don't know at like a family party or something. You got two boxes and you got, (laughs) you know, like whatever ball is in the room, and you're just like, okay, this is. These are the rules. You're just going to throw the ball in the box and then you get a point. There's, I, I love it. I, I, I also, as a side note, love that the U.S., I think we got, did we gold medal in shooting? I saw someone say, how did we not, how did America not gold medal so in shooting? So did we silver? I thought we gold medaled in that. 
Because I thought they, were, I saw them just bodying everybody. I guess that's a bad term. I, I saw them doing very well <laughs> early on, and then I, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe you know, they didn't do it. But yes, gymnastics is incredible. Most of the sports, except for fake handball, is incredible. And uh, what's the one, the ice joint where they where they just sweep the ice in front of the? Oh, curling. Curling, curling is hilarious. Curling's great. Curling, I don't know. They the the just, difficulty has to be there, but it's it's hilarious. Yeah, but they should drop all pretenses and just just have beers while they're while they're doing they it. They really should. I really really should because that's really what you want to do, and what you would be doing if a bunch of dads were out there curling. All right. So we we've covered our opinion of of the toughest. <laughs> it's a comprehensive um, Olympics right, uh, it, wrap up. In light of um Simone Biles, who is returning to action um, after a hiatus for mental health reasons on the world. I didn't see a lot of disagreement, although I did have somebody explain to me their personal disagreement with it. Like I was like, whoa, this isn't, this is like real life Facebook happening in front of me. But um, so I did get to hear the opinion, which I thought was a bit ridiculous and I'll go into it. However, you have stated here, Kev, that Novak, Djokovic has got to chill, yes. right? Yeah, he officially has to. There were a few other people I, that maybe could have had to chill this week, but then I ran across this, and, and I hadn't seen it happen live during the yeah, coverage, yeah, and he yeah. won, hands down, this week. Might be the only thing he wins this week, but he won, <laughs> got to chill. Gold medal. He definitely has to chill. Like, for real, like in real life, I'm worried about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Listen, I now this topic title's fresh. <laughs> Djokovic is the last name. Kev uh, is spelled D J O K O V I C. Kev's topic title is Jokes on You, Jack with D's in front of <laughs> both J's. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. The reason is Novak Djokovic played himself at a grand at a grand slam skill level the source for this is the internet in general although kev got his source from uh sf chronicle players involved are Djokovic, uh small biles nina spots spajanovic um and one innocent racket all right so kev real quick saturday <laughs> after losing after already losing two straight matches semifinals and singles and mixed doubles Djokovic completely melted down in the bronze medal match he threw his racket into the stands he would have been ejected or even arrested for that under different circumstances but having no spectators in Tokyo worked to his advantage later he smashed his racket into the net pole during a changeover and threw the mangled piece of equipment into the photographer's pit Man was wilding. This comes after <laughs> controversial comments by Djokovic made, uh, Djokovic made uh, in regards to Simone Biles. In quotes, he says, almost to a person, Olympians, Olympians have been sympathetic to Simone Biles' plight. No one knows better than a fellow athlete the unique stress of the Olympic spotlight. They almost all understand the grind and the pressure. Another one of the... Uh, most famous athletes here was dismissive of Biles' plight. Tennis player Novak Djokovic was asked about uh, Biles withdrawing and came off lacking in empathy. This is what he said. He said, if you are aiming to be at the top of the game, you better start learning how to deal with pressure and how to come and, and how to cope with those moments on the court and off the court, Djokovic said on Wednesday. After the disaster... <laughs> After he wowed out, he said Djokovic's remarks sounded quite different from his holier-than-thou sermon about Biles. He says, we're all human beings. He said, sometimes it's difficult to control your emotions. Shortly after his bronze <laughs> meltdown, Djokovic threw, <laughs> withdrew, withdrew Kev from the uh, uh, bronze medal match, citing a shoulder injury. In doing so, he left his partner, Nina Stojanovic. In a, in a lurch and handed the bronze to the Australian duo of number one women's player Ash Barty and John Pierce. Go ahead, Kev. Set it off. Yeah. he. Uh, you know, and that was the whole... First of all, I have been watching Djokovic for a long time. He's a great, great player, great athlete. Um, but when he started coming up, he, he had a... a interesting personality as well because he would go on court and he was very young and energetic and he 
either after the like usually after his match, he would do impressions of the other players, sort of mimic oh, the little wow. mannerisms and stuff they do because everyone's got little habits that they. Sure, sure. Yeah, so you know, so, with, the, with the yell and yeah, yeah. And so he he'd do that, and it was funny. So you know, people kind of liked that, and then he was sort of on the come up, even though it was clear that he was going to be one of the great great players, which he has become. Like he's, I think he's tied right now with Federer and, and Nadal for the most Grand Slam wins. Um, sure. So he's trying to break that record. I, I, I believe they're tied, and he's likely to be the one that that uh, bests them in that. And he was looking to do that at the U.S. Open soon, you know, in a couple months. But, um, but yeah, like during COVID, I don't know. If, I don't think we talked about it on this show. He kind of acted like a jerk at at a couple tournaments. Little bit of COVID denier stuff, and it's a little bit of elite, like trying to, you know, get his own place to be safe, which I didn't wasn't entirely mad at, but he was saying some silly things, and then, um, and then this came up, and and yeah, it's if nothing else, just don't say anything about her because you know it's <laughs> it's gonna come. It's back gonna find you, man. Yeah, it's he gonna actually find you. He actually did something last year at I think it might have been the U.S. Open or Wimbledon where he he hit a ball he was he got he got pissed off he hit a ball that just drilled a uh, line judge this poor woman oh, wow. I, I think it hit her right in the chest and she had to like take a knee and sit the rest of the match out so it was like he's he's definitely shown his ass a couple times and this would definitely be the biggest one though because like well, if there were people yeah. in the stands he would have killed somebody. Yeah. Um. Shout out to my man, Big O Omega. What up? What up? His t- title when he posted this was "Life Comes at You Fast," which I oh, thought yeah. was also excellent. <laughs> um. Listen, I, I want to take a part of his. Yeah, that racket. <laughs> or them L's. Them L's come at you fast. Um. I want to take. I want to. I want to kind of take something he said. He said, "If you want to be at the top of your game, comma so." Um. Four time gold medalist. Some right. Five time <laughs> world champion. Right. Um, multiple actual moves named after her during her lifetime. Um, the sport itself altered due to her greatness. Does he not know who she is? Maybe or or you know what I'm saying. I I would feel like she's already at the top of her game. So it's not if you want to be. It's already been accomplished. So for him though, for him, uh, like you stated, he's an excellent athlete, excellent tennis player. Um, I feel like. His comments, although they're idiotic and he basically proved himself wrong, right? Um, I I didn't give him a L. I just laughed at how you went out. You went out like like a clown. You yeah. know what I mean? And you got to know you went out like a clown. You know what I mean? But for those people who have like, where, what have you gold medaled in, period? Like, and, and this is the argument that, that one might have a lot of times people say that's a mean, a mean argument or disrespectful argument or whatever, you know, I'm, I may not be a great athlete, but I know about pressure, but you don't though, not to not. You're talking about regular within, people. Talk, right. Like yeah. Fans. Regular folks. Right. Yeah. I'm talking fans. We have this conversation quite a bit, right? right. We, we, yeah. we sit on our, you know, this is a, a constant conversation on the show. Um, but you don't know the pressure. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. You don't. You have no idea. So my thing is this. Um, four-time gold medalist, five-time world champion, multiple actual gymnast moves named after her during her lifetime, and the sport itself altered due to her greatness, period. We look at mental health like a thing. It's just something we got. you got to get over it, right? But I would argue that that it is an injury in and of itself, right? Sure. Like if she went out with a knee injury under these same circumstances, we would be like, okay, well, she had a knee injury. I would, I look at mental health the same way to where it's like, yo, if my knees don't work, I can't go. If my mind's not working right, I can't go. So maybe it's time for athletes to really start looking at that. And let me, I'm long-winded on this, but let me give you one one discussion I had. So there was a discussion about athletes who have, uh, older athletes who have sacrificed their bodies Ultimately, mm-hmm. like some are paralyzed um, due to what they sacrifice for the sport. And a uh, few people have said, I, I, those are the athletes I respect. And I asked one person, I got a chance to actually ask them, would you want that for your child? Mm. 
Would you want them to grow up, play a sport, and end up paralyzed and unable to pick up their children, unable to pick up their grandchildren, um, unable to walk, have everybody wipe their nose and their eyes and mouth, bathe them? All due respect to any athlete who's laid their body on the line, or anybody, whether you're an athlete, a firefighter, whatever, right? A 9-11 responder. Yo, to put your life on the line for something is uh, beyond admirable. I do question it when it comes to a sport, though. And in Simone Biles' case, what she was experiencing due to her her, uh, mental health would have put her in danger as an athlete. Right. So... I'm not sure if Simone Biles was my daughter. I would go say, look at Bernard King, who played with a broken leg. And I I would have been like, no, Bernard, you should probably go ahead and sit down. And I know that's counter to everything sports about me. I'm a big sports guy. But I've never been the type of person that says like, or I don't want to say never, but as an adult, an injury is an injury. And that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like we should count it at that and call it a day. Period. And he should have too, because following up, there you go. Here's your L, fam. Right there, right in the package for you. you yeah. Try to shape your racket like it. And and he's saying that he he bailed on the rest of the um you know on the mixed doubles because of a shoulder injury, I think he said. He blamed mm-hmm. it on a physical injury. Um and that's the least controversial part of this whole story, as opposed to, oh, you're just full of it because you got you, you know. You got in your feelings or whatever. Either way, though, mm-hmm. that's also not necessarily the most constructive thing to say. What I just said, because then it's like, well, maybe you now, maybe now you actually know what it is. You lost it. If she yeah. like to your point, if she loses it at the wrong time, meaning loses her focus, her mental focus, it's not just oh, I snapped an Achilles or hurt my knee or whatever and I'm going to have to rehabilitate I'm she might she she could die right she could die she could land and that's the kind neck. of stuff that they're doing yeah you know and, and that's not and there's no question in my mind that every last athlete out there except for the fake handball people have played hurt <laughs> at some point in time right <laughs> including her probably more than just about anybody else right you, sure and and uh, one of the first people to come to her um, to to support her was uh, I don't remember the gymnast name, but from a few years ago, who was who was literally doing the vault event with a I don't know if it was her ankle or her knee or some some part of her leg though. It's obviously, a vital part of performing at a high level at the, in that event. She just kept going, and and um, she said, "Hey, you know, like." You know how it is out here in whatever country she's from in Eastern Europe. It's like I have to. I had to do this. I had no choice, but I right. wish I did. Right, because I wasn't. I was not <laughs> focused. Didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. I would argue that it's a decision, and and we can have certain conversations. Like maybe we can discuss. Um, There's some people like their greatness is not in question individually right four gold medals five world championships uh multiple gymnastic gymnastic moves named after her during her lifetime and the sport itself altered due to her greatness i'm, I'm going to repeat that ad nauseum just so you understand it when you say i don't respect her as an athlete you don't know what you're talking about right but um we can talk certain things definitely not about Simone Biles, about players who may you know, kind of how the situation. I mean, Chris Paul constantly got injured during, gets injured during the, uh, during the playoffs, and and you know, I have a couple people who be like, oh, he he's a just he just has to go and fight through it, and I'm like, eh, come on, here, whatever, like, come on, you don't know what what it means to fight through it. You don't know what that means. You know what I'm saying? So, I I just feel like. This is one of those times where I'm like, you're placing too much importance on on something that is not that big of a deal. This is where I dial back with sports. Like, all right, look, it it doesn't replace, you know, physical or mental. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. You know, you don't you don't just because you're not limping or you're not favoring one arm over the other, whatever. 
it's it's an issue that's going to affect your performance. And listen, that was the thing that so one to to not see Serena finish a tournament because she's now going through this these these issues with her back mm-hmm. and 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 everything. That's disappointing for the fans. Yes, correct. No question. Sure, sure. Anybody sure. who has to re- retire from a match, you know, whether it be tennis or you know, is, is withdrawing from competition as as, as um, Simone Biles did because of n- not feeling right about it, it's disappointing. But leave it at that, dude. That's what was dis- That's why why Djokovic to me took such a big L. Um, because he knows what what that is. If you yes. actually know what you're talking about, you know. That you are the last, you are in a class of athletes, regardless of the event, the sport, that knows how hard it is to say, I'm, I can't do this. Right. It's not like me right. going up there and seeing Simone Biles do her vault and saying, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be able to focus on this right now <laughs> to beat her. It's like, well, clearly you're not, you dummy. <laughs> You can't even yeah. reach the top of the vault. What are you talking about? <laughs> dumb dumb. Like. But so so that's that was part of it too. It's like Joe saying what he said. It's like, dude, really? Yeah, and like you said, you don't know who she is. Not yeah, that she's exactly. outclassed him in her sport, you know, outclassed uh, him in the respective sports. He's one of the greats, no question. But like, come on, man, have a little bit of have a little it's bit of funny. humility. <laughs> we look just a tad bit. We we have conversations all the time. Um, my peers and I, or my peers and I, my sports goof nuts and I. Um, I actually have kind of stopped. I really have. Like this is, and this is kind of one of the reasons why, like, I don't really talk sports anymore. One, a, a lot of people want to like talk about the future, and I've found that there's no value in that. Like, what's going to happen? I'm not going to mm. argue over what's going to happen, which for years I did. And then one day I was like, why am I arguing? I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the other thing is you take a player like LeBron James or Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. right? And to try to like dissolve their accomplishments into like luck or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all, there's always some type of story to take away from somebody because you don't like them, usually as a person, right? Um, a lot of the conservative people are like, you know, I respect Tom Brady far more than I respect. Okay, well, wait, stop. Yes, Tom Brady's excellent. But you're not saying this from a, an athletic point of view. You're saying this from a political point of view. And that's, that's where, it's like I said last week, when somebody tells me, and nothing wrong with Orange County. Shout out to all our Orange County listeners. I'm just saying, from an outsider's perspective, when somebody's like, I really like Orange County, I got to look at them twice and be like, okay, why? You know what I'm saying? Why? Because it, <laughs> there, there are thousands of reasons to like Orange County. Beaches, uh, very nice neighborhoods, blah, 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 blah. But I, most times when somebody says it, it's, it's like there's a tinge, right? Like it's like, Okay. Hmm. You're from Wisconsin. Why? <laughs> Why do you like Orange County so much? So yeah, I, I'm 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 the same way when it comes to these athletes. I'm like, why did you speak out against this particular athlete versus a different one? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to, and also if you know anyone who played D1, which you know if you're if you if you competed, there's a chance that you know someone who went to that level. Right, sure. College ball sure. or college athletics in some some form or fashion, right? You know how hard they worked when they were in high school, junior high with you. It's you it's know how unstoppable they were. Yes, and then the but the people that we end up talking or you know that the sports goofballs end up talking about are at such an extremely higher level than even those that that group of elite ath- athletes, right? And you're talking about yeah. superficial things ninety nine percent of the time. You know, yeah. like luck yeah, or I, whatever. It's like how can that? There's no such thing as luck like that. That's not luck. That this can't be luck. You might sucks. be lucky that you didn't fall and and hurt yourself, or you might be lucky that you didn't get injured because you're you know you're in your late thirties and you're still playing. But that's that might be luck, but that's also not luck. That's skill. That's training. That's conditioning. That's and and 
I don't know how we forget that when we start talking about pro athletes. How do sure. we forget we, yeah. how hard it was, how you can't even do five push-ups when you're because in high we school? Personalize it. Because we personalize it. Yeah. I've, I've been, I've been, you know, shout out to me. I've been at the gym every day for the last uh, almost month. And I had no, you know, um, misgivings about how difficult it was to be an athlete and maintain your body. And I'm thinking to myself, yo, Kareem was 42 when he retired. Like, I'm in the gym. Yo, I'm in the gym. Like, yo, what? I got to lift that again. And Kareem was 42 years old when he was. And Kareem was taking punishment for all those years. You know, I was a big man. It's one thing for me to jump around. You know, I weigh more than I should, but, you know, buck 25, jumping around, slamming my legs on the ground. That's one thing. But Kareem? And then having every other big man and little dude on the court just banging on you all night, every night? Yeah, like, no. There's yeah to have the conversation from certain perspectives is just too difficult. But to, in Simone Biles' case, four-time gold medalist mm-hmm. in gymnastics, like <laughs> the, if you are the elite in in this sport, you are the elite. Period. There, there are just not a lot of people in the world. There is, there's not like some person that was like overlooked because. You know what I'm saying? Because they auntie didn't get along with the coach. No, listen. If you can do what Simone Biles does, you are representing whatever country or whatever team, period. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't want to hear it. She's a world-class athlete. If she decides her reasoning to take a break, then I don't know. I don't think it's a testament to her greatness at all. You know what I'm saying? She's... Mm-hmm. Look at how good. Look at how the good the other. Times. Look at how good the other women have done. That tells you something about how great the the U.S. women's gymnastics program is. Sure. You know, because you can. If she didn't do any of this, and she just went on and did what everyone expected her to do, which is just to clean house again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we would would have probably overlooked a lot of these other women who are winning gold medals. You know, sure. Yes, um, uh, Lee, right? What's her last? I don't can't remember her first name. I know her last name is Lee. Yeah, um, uh, Suni Lee, Sunny Lee, Suni Lee, Suni Lee. Yeah, but yeah, and then another woman today. Um, but yeah, and I know, I know that's not why she she did what she did, but um, you know, there's these are the best of the best, and everyone has a uh, has a rough day, and her rough day, they're them having a rough day is potentially tragic. So back the hell off, especially since you can barely get up out of your lazy boy chair (laughs) to go get a sandwich. (laughs) Talking Uh, about. Speaking of of sandwiches, um, topic two title. (laughs) (laughs) And mama cooked cooked the breakfast with no hog. (laughs) Quote Ice Cube. Um, So the reason I read this and I laughed so hard um, bacon you want to talk may about disappear in California as pig game. rules take effect. This is a cold game. Bacon may disappear in California as pig rules take effect. Pig rules gave me a, a bit of a trigger. Uh, I thought pig law. Started looking around. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, US, com is reported. is also on the internet if you just hit search. Um, players involved the pigs, bacon, in California. Um, that could be various players in various topics for California. But anyhow, <laughs> um, at the beginning of next year, California will begin enforcing an animal welfare proposition approved overwhelmingly by voters in 2018 and requires more space for breeding pigs, egg-laying chickens, and veal calves. National uh, half-screen veal and egg <laughs> procedures are optimistic that they can meet the new standards, but only 4% of hog operators now comply with new rules. Unless the courts intervene or the state temporarily allows non-compliant meat to be sold in the state, California will lose almost all of its pork supply, much of which comes from Iowa, and pork producers will face light, will face higher costs to regain a key market. Animal welfare organizations for years have been pushing for more humane treatment of farm animals, but the California rules 
could be a rare case of consumers clearly paying the price for their beliefs. Barry Goodman, an economist, I love economists so much. They're <laughs> hilarious. Um, an economist at North Carolina State University estimated the extra costs at 15% more per animal for a farm with 1,000 breeding pigs. If half the pork supply was suddenly lost in California, bacon prices would pump 60%, meaning a $6 package of bacon would rise to $9.60, according to a study um, by the Hatsumaya Group, a consulting firm hired by opponents of the state proposition. I do not eat pork bacon, so this is hilarious. Just fine. Do you eat any any pork products? Um, on occasion, actually, yeah, it's funny. I say I don't eat. I might have it on like on a sandwich, like a breakfast sandwich or something like that. But it's very, mm-hmm. it's not often. Piece of sizzling. <laughs> you know what I mean? What was sizzling? Was that was that pork? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I think like I only had it once. Lean. Yeah. I thought it was pork. I don't know. I, you know I assume it was pork. Okay, but let me, and before anybody put, you know, says high horse or not, I need to correct something because, uh, you know, local Hawaiian wife and family definitely eating spam in this house. So uh, now that may not be pork. That might be anything. That could be any number of meats combined believe, to that together. I believe it's. 80 to 85% Subway tuna in Spam. <laughs> right? Who knows? Who knows what's in Spam? You know what I'm saying? You just got to eat it and smile. Spiced ham. Yes, we do eat it in this house. Yeah. A little Portuguese sausage. Little, little, Can I know, say little, that still? Can I still say that? Portuguese sausage? Yeah, you can. Portuguese. <laughs> you, Portuguese. you can, uh, you know. Yeah, it might be some, you know, some some raccoon tail ground up. You never know what's in spam. Ooh. Who knows? <laughs> Whatever hits the threshing room floor, bro. Whatever so anyway, it is, it's delicious. It, it it fried. It is definitely delicious. <laughs> yes. Um, but yo, there's actually a Portuguese sausage spam that uh my mother in law sends from Hawaii that Ooh. does not last in this house very long. Ooh. So, yeah, not a game, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's not a game. I have to send some extra for you. All right. Anyway, go ahead, Kev. Take it away. No, I don't know. I, I saw this and I did laugh. I thought it was pretty funny because <laughs> it's like one of those, yeah, it's one of those high horse moments where it's not super high horse. Like, because I can definitely see my my uh, vegan and vegetarian friends just laughing, giggling with glee. Oh, man. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's your yeah. moment. I'm going to let you have it. Yep. Why? Who am I? to deprive you of this special <laughs> moment in your otherwise dull and dreary life of suffering. Sure. That will last longer. That's some cold that's the cold thing about being a vegetarian or vegan. <laughs> you will live longer. Hands down, you will live longer than me. But what kind of life is it really? <laughs> And but then I also hear heard the in my head the complaints about you know the libtards in California oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who who yeah. now have to pay more or I can't get my pork anymore cause I don't care I love bacon if you put me in front of one of those troughs of bacon at like a uh you know back when there used to be buffets <laughs> remember that back before you know. <laughs> Aerosol death came along and <laughs> shut that all down. Yeah. I, 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 I cannot reach back into my memory of any of those occasions and not remember a time that I did not overdo it, like an animal. Sure, sure. sure. So I enjoy. But that's the American thing. way, isn't it? Isn't totally. the American way indulgence? Like indulgence is is what we're all about. If we're if we cannot indulge, then we our freedoms are lost. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I want so, to speak with the manager. Right. I should be able to eat as much bacon during this buffet as I possibly <laughs> can. And if I die from it, that I am choosing to die. Yeah. I'm. That's my choice. I can choose to die how I prefer. I want to eat this filthy animal. At rock bottom prices. 
at rock bottom. Prices. Anything less is un-American. So I laughed at that too because I yes. am fine not eating bacon. You're not you, ever going to not have to. Do you realize that that is not going to be a thing though, right? What to not be able to you eat? Realize it? it? Yeah. Oh no, but but restaurants will charge you more. Uh, restaurants will charge you more because this news came out. Yeah, the the situation doesn't even have to befall. Like it, it's just it literally could be like, yo, you read the paper, yeah, nine sixty, Newsom, yeah, we call Newsom, right? He's trying to take away your bacon. Gascon and Newsom are taking away your bacon. Um, listen, man, I um, first of all, they said four percent of companies are compliant. Um, when this law was out. Was was being voted on in 2018. I very much do remember it. I do largely remember how I voted on it, which I'm not going to say on the show. But what I do remember mostly about when I was reading it was that most of the pork suppliers were not Californian, and that was uh-huh. the common argument, right? So, what I, year was I, it? It was 2018. Oh, okay, so I did I did vote on it then. I I think yeah, yeah. I was here. Um, and I can I can vaguely remember a passing thought, which was, I want to see how this one goes because it wasn't this was particularly for pork, but there were there were other things that California had large suppliers in and others that they did not. But those that they did not, I'm like, mm, they're gonna try to push back, which of course will allow California companies the chance to basically catch that up. So there might be some people that are saying. Yo, these libtards are killing it. But when then things become highly localized and internal and the money is circulating particularly into a single state, then you might you might be a little happy about it, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And I and if you like, I don't think there's anyone who voted for it who couldn't separate the idea that it's probably pretty messed up the way the animals are being treated. Sure, and and the difference between twenty feet and twenty four feet, or whatever. I'm I've read that passage in this article several times. I'm like, that's like, that's like me moving a box out of my living room into the garage or whatever, and thinking I have so much more room to work with now. It does like, feel is like it really making that much difference? I was like, yeah, okay, that seems like the least we could do. At least we could vote for right, but then also at the same time. Not not having to separate that thought from, well, I do enjoy eating these things, and it's mm-hmm. probably going to cost a little bit more now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that was like when, when Bloomberg um, stopped them from selling super-sized big gulps or whatever the heck it was. And oh, I had already man. stopped. I had already stopped drinking soda yeah. at that point yeah. in, in yeah. New York. So I was like, or they put a tax on it? I don't know what it was. I didn't pay much attention because yeah, I was like, Square, I don't right? care. But yeah. But it's like, dude, if 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 a little bit of a higher price is going to get you a little bit healthier, hey man, <laughs> like, I'm okay. But that's with not that. a, you know For me, the, the thing I is, I, yeah, yeah. For uh, for us, like for for us, I I would say that's common sense. But you know, I don't, don't want to, you know, step on anybody who feels like whatever. But um, but I remember I I've, I strongly remember the helmet law for motorcycles in California, yeah. right? Yeah. And um. Then, you know, it had been so many years and that same loss came up in Hawaii. And I have, of course, a couple friends from Hawaii on Facebook, very reasonable people. And that helmet law pissed them off. And I was like, yo, what? That's And they're like, man, I have a right to. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Like, this is crazy. That's that's a tough one. That one. Well, that's what it's funny because I didn't even think of that. But what has been coming up a lot because of vaccinations is the seatbelt laws. It's yes. come up in a few conversations, right? And I'm my whole perspective is totally like I get it. If you think it's, you know, I, you know, do you remember not wearing, having to wear a seatbelt in the car? I remember standing up in the front seat. Yeah. So we yeah. all, you know, we're the last group of people who's going to remember that not being a yes. thing. And now I don't think we think about it that much. The only time I think about it is when my kid has to get in the car and get her seatbelts on in, in the car mm-hmm. seat, and they're hot because it's. 400 degrees in in my city so other than that everyone's cool yeah with it now yeah. right but whenever that comes up and it's the same sort of logic i think that i think i used to think about 
vaccinations, which we've talked about a lot, so I won't get into that. But especially for motorcycle riders, it's like, I get it. You are such a great rider and, and you, you want your, you know, locks to fly around in the wind and feel free and stuff. Dude, if you go and you kill yourself, I'm sure there are people who are going to be sad. And they would, they would maybe think, hey, maybe if that dude had worn a helmet, he might have made it through this in better shape or whatever. God forbid you die. But what if somebody else is involved? I don't care who you are. I don't, and, and God forbid it's a terrible mistake or whatever in an accident, and you cause somebody else to die because they weren't yeah, wearing man. a helmet or they weren't yeah. wearing a seatbelt. It's like, dude. Yeah. Don't put that on somebody yeah. else. You know, like if you want to go and ride in the backwoods with nobody else is driving around or whatever, and you go and hit a tree and you, you know, knock your head <laughs> all over the place because you weren't wearing a helmet. It's like, I guess that's on you, but it ain't like that, man. You want to be on the freeway doing 80 between lanes. <laughs> I just was talking. It's funny. I was just talking to my daughter about this today. Um, I was watching people drive crazy today, like running lights. In a hurry and all that, right? And I'm like, people don't realize how many other people's days are affected when that goes bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The person, the good Samaritan who may pull your stupid ass out this car or that sits there to take the report or, you know, is a witness, the police officers mm-hmm. got to come and people that got to scrape your body up off the ground or your, your passenger's body up off the ground, your passenger's family, if it's not your own, if they're not of your own family, like whatever could happen going forward. And people say they don't want seatbelts. Well, see, there's there's a lot of data on before and after with seatbelts. A lot of totally. data. So it, it's that one is an, is an interesting argument from people because I'm like, you can go ahead and look that one up. Now, I've, I've seen people kind of counter some of that data uh, with the volume of cars that raise, but the percentages don't really lie about the safety of uh, of seatbelts and the further safety protocols for cars that have made it safer in crashes, period. So um, there was a time when you weren't, people People often brag about, when we had these giant metal cars, we just walk away. And I'm like, mm, that ain't what the numbers say, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers say you was bouncing from the front of that, that car to the mm-hmm. back of that car. And by the time you landed, you know, in some form of family guy pose in the back of your seat with your neck broke, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> the levee was dry, fam. And it's not a, and it's not a, all you want. it's certainly not a holier than thou kind of a argument because I can remember, I can distinctly remember the times in my life where I, I've said, that could have, that could have been a lot worse or that could yeah. have, that ended up actually not being bad at all. And it could have been tragic. So, yes, you know, yes. and, and, and that's the thing is that I feel like, I don't know about everybody, but I got to believe that most people have had that situation. And so for most people to also then want to have the freedom to be reckless, it's like, dude, you can think of three times in your life where (laughs) had it gone slightly different, we wouldn't be having this argument right now. I would be talking to myself. I remember people arguing over texting and driving. I was like, yo, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to sit here and pretend... But I'm just saying, though, like, yo, it could be such a bad L. But, yeah, anyway. Um, yo, I think we've actually kind of covered quite a bit. So we're just going to wrap it up, man. It's like 50 minutes on it. So um, yeah. unless you want to you do this last. You know what? Let's no. do this. Let's do this. No, no, let's no. Do no. This. You don't want to do sure? the damn nature? Could. Uh, yeah, let's save it the damn nature. Week. As long as we, you want to save it, we'll save it. Let's save it. Yeah, let's save it. Because then we can, we can spend some time on this one. Because this one is actually kind of funny. So, uh, <laughs> yo, eat more so, pork. Um, eat, yeah, you gotta do it now. You gotta do it now. Get it in. Get it in. Yo, did they over? They overturned that that um law or tax on uh sugary drinks in Times Square, right? Yeah, I think that was like the only thing anymore, that. Right? I think that's the only thing that uh that the Trump administration actually did. So it just brought back soda, <laughs> gave tax breaks like, to billionaires, and brought I back soda. soda. You Executive want excess, order. we will give you excess, all of it. You know, it's like listening. It's all like the Fat Albert voice. You want all of it? You can have all of it. 
<laughs> that's, oh that's, man, you just gave me a bad thought. President. They're gonna reboot Fat Albert. Watch now. Now that they oh, got yeah, their they guy are. back. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it, I have will, one, he, it won't be him. One last point right about this. Chair. One last point about this this uh pork uh, article though. Sure. I do not like the phrase non compliant meat. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I didn't like pig rules. That was yeah. a little too close. Fair. Yeah. It's a non compliant meat would also be one that I'm not a fan of. Agreed. For so different the, reasons. I think the real point is that the the, the writers of this piece yeah. Yeah. in USA Today were playing it pretty fast and loose. And they were. They were the they were definitely yeah, yeah, they were they were running around. They was yeah tripping, yeah. doing keep doing your, more than necessary. Keep your non-compliant meat <laughs> to yourself. There's blue pills for that. So, yo, um, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. I am your homeboy Trek Life, and over there, right over there, that's your fam, Kev Sakota. Compliant. <laughs> Fully compliant. Yo, I it if under any unfortunate circumstance I was ever single and I was on the app Tinder, which is hilarious in this conversation, somewhere I'd have to write non-compliant me. Just to go <laughs> with contrast with Tinder, right? Like just somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know. I, I probably would miss out on quite a few uh, swipes, but <laughs> well, you know, all yeah. you can do, all you can do is is plan. You know, all you can do. Yeah, you gotta have, gotta you gotta have a plan. Yeah. It's, a, it's a low percentage. It's like it's like the amount of <laughs> compliant uh, companies for pork hey, right now. It's a low percentage. You miss you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, bro. Bottom line. Bottom line. Be be more compliant. Um, if you'd like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you'd like to catch us on television, you can go to BTSN, which is behind the scenes network. You download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Go ahead and click on that. We are right there with plenty of other dope content. Behind the scenes network, BTSN, we want in. And you can also catch us on YouTube at Rap Sucks Radio. As long as you understand that your comments mean nothing, I am a comment tyrant and I will delete or alter your comments as I feel necessary. So don't come in there being a clown. It's not worth it. All that being said, on the count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out of here like last year, y'all. See ya. <laughs>